0: Welcome to the How to Win at Life podcast. My name is Toby Strong, and I'm going to give you maximum value in the shortest possible time to help you win at life. Here we go. This probably isn't going to be what you expect, because I'm not going to suggest any diets or any specific foods that you should or shouldn't be eating. If you're interested to know, I use intermittent fasting, which means I eat during a six-hour window each day. But I'm not suggesting that you should do that. The hardest thing about diet and weight management is that we're all just so different. It doesn't matter what works for other people. Our body type and our metabolisms can be so vastly different that even if we follow exactly what somebody else does, we can get a very different result. That being said, it's definitely interesting to hear about what's working for other people because then we can use this as experiments for ourselves. But we just can't pin all of our hopes against other people's experiences and expect that it's going to work out for us as well. But there is one thing that absolutely everybody can do and which is the same for everybody. And that is the power of creating a plan and doing our best to follow it. Because if we don't have a plan, then we really just have very little hope because everything is just based on emotion and how we feel. And that's just always a terrible strategy. We can't rely on our feelings because our feelings are fleeting and unpredictable and they can change almost every hour of every day. We can be fine one minute, but then having an unexpected conflict with someone can make us feel like eating an entire block of chocolate, not because we're hungry, but because we want some comfort food after a bad experience. Now, I'll be the first to admit that having a plan isn't necessarily going to change anything in that example, but it does make us stop and think. This is outside of my plan. Why am I doing this? And do I really want to follow through with this? And after doing this for a few years now, I can tell you that the most common self-talk that happens is, I feel like a snack. No, wait, this is outside of my plan. Am I actually hungry or am I just bored? No, I'm just bored. I can ignore it. And this internal conversation has cut out probably 80%, 90% of my snacking. And there's a lot of excess calories in these snacks. So I found having a diet journal to be incredibly effective in mastering my diet and my weight management. But this starts with a really important step, which I think a lot of people miss, which is not only making a record of everything we're eating each day, but also going into the day with a plan about what we intend to eat. Now, I've included my diet journal in the show notes, so you can see how I manage this and feel free to jump in there and make a copy of this Google sheet. And then you can make any changes to it you like, whether it's a Google sheet or not, it doesn't really matter. The most important thing is that you create an effortless system that you can check in on multiple times a day. Now, for me, this means using the on startup feature of Chrome, which means that every time I open Chrome, this tab automatically loads for me. And then I just have it open in front of me all day. So it's just super easy to jump in there and make quick updates. But every Sunday, I do spend a little extra time in here and I copy my diet template into the coming week, which is the basis of my entire plan. And then I just edit the plan depending on that particular week and whether I'm going to be eating out or not. Some suggestions if you want to make a plan of your own are just start with a lot of repetitiveness like chicken and salad every Monday night just to make it simple. And then you can add more complexity as the habit becomes effortless. Don't change your diet at all. So as a starting point, just think about everything that you ate last week and then enter this as your plan for the following week. I think where a lot of people go wrong is that they try and make this perfect healthy eating plan and then they struggle to follow it and include all of your snacks in here as well, not just the main meals. If you eat fruit, potato chips, chocolate, whatever, just put it all in there. And there you have it now you have a plan for the coming week. And now all you need to do is update the plan with what actually happens. And that's the journal part. How I manage this is that if I have a different meal than what i had planned ahead of time, but it's equally as healthy, then I'll just update it and leave the font black. If I eat something extra, which was unplanned, but it's healthy, like fruit or something like that, then I add this and I make the font color orange because it was outside of the plan, but it's, it's still sort of healthy, it's okay. But if I change one of my meals or eat something extra that was unplanned and it's unhealthy, then I add this in and make the color red. But don't worry about following my system exactly. Just create some sort of black, orange, red system with red meaning that you've been naughty. And you know when you've been naughty. Eventually, adding red entries will become a bit of a deterrent. But don't worry about that for now. If you feel like eating it, just eat it and just make sure that it gets entered. And at the same time, I suggest weighing yourself every day because this is ultimately the metric that we're trying to improve. And so it's important to have a record of it. And for this, I use a Fitbit scale, which links up with the Fitbit on my wrist and the app in my phone. And so the whole process is just automated for me. But you can also just record this manually. It doesn't matter. And then it just becomes a matter of filling in the journal accurately and monitoring the outcome on the scale. And if the scale starts moving in the wrong direction, then it becomes super easy to look back over the past few weeks and see what we've been eating. And then we can use the 80-20 rule, which means let's focus on the 20% of things which are gonna have 80% of the impact and make small adjustments as we go. And for me, some of these small adjustments have been firstly just trying to reduce the amount of red entries and replace them with more orange entries, which usually means more fruit instead of junk food. And then there are some more specific ones like switching olive oil on my salad, which is healthy, but high in fat and calories with fresh lemon juice. And instead of having a handful of nuts every day, which is again healthy, but again, high in fat and calories. Now I just limit this to twice a week and drinking more piccolos during the day, which is like a sort of a half latte uh, because I was drinking four or five lattes a day. And that's a lot of milk and calories. So I made these small changes, which were barely noticeable, to be honest, super easy to do, made no changes to my exercise schedule whatsoever, and quickly noticed the weight trend towards weight loss instead of weight gain. And so I challenge you, try this for one month and see if it works for you. It may not, but it's worth a try. You've got my template in the show notes. You can access Google Sheets on your phone by downloading the Sheets app if you're not in front of a computer during the day or you can just use any other system like a pen and paper if that works for you. And I can tell you right now the number one challenge that you're gonna have, which is remembering to do this. And the solution is to set alarms on your phone to remind you. And the second biggest challenge is having the discipline not to ignore these alarms when they go off and actually fill in your journal. But I promise you, if you manage these two challenges and do this one very simple little thing, It will have a big impact on your life. It's definitely had a massive impact on mine. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then why not share it with a friend and subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss the next one.